Welcome back to Whenever Wherever Kids podcast, where we're here to make your weekdays a little better by reading you some awesome kids stories. I'm Seth. And I'm Mia. We want to give a happy birthday shout out to my sister Gianna. Happy first birthday, Gianna. Happy first birthday, Gianna. This week, we will be reading the final episode of The Big Adventure. But first, I have to ask you, Mia, will you please bring back the joke of the week? No, Seth. (sighs) Please. No, you didn't appreciate my joke of the week before, so therefore, you don't deserve it and all of its wonderfulness. But, Mia, laugh plaza. Seth! (sighs) Okay, maybe next week. Now, time to listen to the fourth episode of The Big Adventure. Into the Storyverse! I said, into the Storyverse! Into the Storyverse! Mia, I can't get into the Storyverse. What? Did you say into the Storyverse? Yes, I said into the Storyverse. Didn't you hear me? Well, yeah, but I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) What? Let me try. Into the Storyverse? Hmm. Um, into the Storyverse? Into the Storyverse! If we can't get into the Storyverse, then how are we going to hear the end of the big adventure? I don't know, Seth, but we're going to need a while to figure out what's wrong. You're right. In the meantime, enjoy this rerun of Danny and the Big Bully of 4th Grade, Part 1. Danny's stomach was doing somersaults. Today was the day he had been waiting for all summer. It was the first day of fourth grade. Danny looked in the mirror to smooth his uncooperative brown hair for what felt like the millionth time. Danny, come downstairs for breakfast. His sister, Michelle, called from downstairs. Danny dashed down the old wooden stairs to find bacon still steaming on his plate. After Danny had inhaled his breakfast, he rushed down the street with his older sister to his bus stop. He knew they were cutting it close, especially since it was their first day of school. He was beginning to wonder if they had missed the bus when it came rumbling around the corner. As he clambered on the bus and sat down at a window seat towards the back, his sister came and sat down next to him. Hey, what's wrong, Danny? Michelle asked, noticing Danny's tense demeanor. I'm just nervous about starting fourth grade, he responded. Why? My friends have been telling me that people start bullying others in fourth grade. That's not completely true, Michelle said. I remember when I started fourth grade very clearly. I was nervous just like you are. I remember there was this one girl in my grade that never really liked me and was definitely mean to some of the kids in our grade, including me. She would make fun of things like our clothes. At first, I was really scared of her, but then I just started ignoring her. I acted like other mean comments didn't bug me, even though they did. After a while, the girl just stopped bullying everyone and is really nice now. If there's a bully in your class, Danny, you just gotta kill him with kindness, okay? Kill him with kindness? Danny asked, clearly confused. It means to be really nice to someone, even if they're not being nice to you. When I killed the bully in my class with kindness, she stopped bullying me, and now we're friends. I am sure there won't be any bullies in your class anyway, though. All the kids in your class have always been so nice. The conversation calmed Danny's nerves somewhat, and he looked to the scenery outside. Trees whizzed by, and it was only a matter of minutes before he found himself walking into his new fourth-grade classroom. 
Miss Jennings, Danny's new teacher, smiled and welcomed him into the room. Danny easily found his desk, which was next to a small red-headed boy with glasses and freckles. A girl, who was about his size, who had long blonde hair that was braided down her back. And a boy, who was easily twice Danny's size, with jet black hair that brushed his broad shoulders. Hi, Danny said, looking at his new classmates. Hello, what's your name? My name is Freddie. Are you nervous about fourth grade? I'm really nervous, but I'm also really excited. Miss Jennings looks really nice, don't you think? I think she's beautiful, do you? The red-headed boy rambled on and on and on, without pausing, to give Danny enough time to answer even one of Freddie's million questions. Shut up, spaz, the tall boy with black hair said, shoving Freddie. Danny was horrified. Who was this boy, and why was he so mean? They had only just met, and this boy was already saying unkind things to his classmates. Danny looked up into the dark boy's eyes. He struggled to find words to defend his new classmate. Freddie began to tear up. It was at that moment that the bell rang and class started. Miss Jennings spent a long time talking about what Danny and his peers would be learning this year. After what felt like an eternity, they finally started a math review lesson. Danny was pretty good at math, and he secretly thought it was funny watching the other students come up with wacky answers to questions they didn't understand. What is five times two? Miss Jennings asked the class. 24! The class erupted into giggles as Freddie looked around the room, confused to why his peers were laughing at him. Miss Jennings grimaced and continued the lesson on multiplication. Lunch rolled around eventually, and the group of 10 and 9-year-olds practically ran to the cafeteria while hearing Miss Jennings shout at them to stop running on the first day of school, but they were too far away to hear her. Danny eagerly jumped in line. Just as he stepped in, he felt something slide into his pocket, but he was too hungry to care. Past the long row of elementary children, he could see greasy pizza that had seen better days, some small carrots cut to the size of his pinky finger, and shiny red apples that he could see his reflection in. Even though the food did not look like the most appetizing in the world, Danny's stomach was nearing empty, and he couldn't wait to start eating. As soon as he got close to the front of the line, he felt a shove from behind. Danny turned around in annoyance. Suddenly, he found himself looking into the eyes of the giant mean boy from class. Danny remembered what his sister said about killing boys with kindness and quickly shot him a small smile. Danny felt someone yanking something out of his hand. He looked down and realized his lunch money was gone. He turned around and saw the giant boy tying his shoe. As soon as the giant kid saw Danny looking at him, the tall boy yelled, That boy stole my lunch money! Danny looked at him in anger. I did not! You just stole my lunch money! Danny yelled back. Before the bully could yell a retort, Miss Jennings was already by their sides. What is going on here? She cried, her voice full of anger. He stole my lunch money, the tall boy said while glaring at Danny. I did not. He stole my lunch money, Danny said. Danny couldn't believe it. Someone had stolen his lunch money and then had the nerve to accuse Danny of trying to steal someone else's. Tony, Danny, calm down, Miss Jennings said. I want both of you to empty your pockets. Danny obediently emptied his pockets. In his left one, there was a rubber band from last week's newspaper, a marble he had found in the parking lot of the supermarket, and a dime from under the couch in the family room. In his right pocket, there was a ball of hair, no doubt from Danny's sister and mom, and five dollars. But Danny didn't remember having the five dollars. Danny looked at the money for a moment, then turned to see what Tony, the tall kid, had in his pockets. Nothing. There was nothing in his pockets. Give me back my lunch money, Tony demanded Danny. I didn't take your lunch money, Danny practically screamed back. 
Danny, where did you get that $5 bill? Miss Jennings asked calmly. I, I don't know, Danny responded nervously and honestly. Danny, hand Tony that $5 bill. Danny didn't argue and resentfully handed the $5 back to Tony. Good, now Tony, you may eat your lunch, but I need Danny to come with me. Miss Jennings began to walk out of the cafeteria. Danny followed closely behind her. As Danny gave one last longing look back at the pizza, he saw Tony ordering his lunch. And to Danny's horror, he saw Tony hand the lunch lady two $5 bills. Miss Jennings took him down the hallway and into the main office. It was a nicely decorated room with a door that led into a small closet for the lost and found. There was a desk with a phone and a computer, some paper, and pens. Danny saw a young secretary typing something on the computer. Danny had butterflies in his stomach. He wondered where they could possibly be going. He had chills going down his spine as Miss Jennings opened a wide oak door. To Danny's shock and horror, he found himself sitting in front of Miss Bates, the principal, on the first day of school. I'm innocent, Danny wailed in his head. Miss Bates was glaring down at him through her oval golden glasses. Danny Marius, you seem to be a troublemaker. On the first day of school, you were already stealing from other students. I didn't, Mrs. Bates interrupted him before he could finish explaining his innocence. I, on behalf of the Crawford Elementary School staff, must teach you that you cannot behave like this. That is why you will be serving detention tomorrow. Danny's mouth fell open. Having to serve a detention was a big deal. It meant he would have to stay after school tomorrow. Danny couldn't believe it. It was so unfair. He knew it wasn't his teacher or principal's fault. In fact, Danny knew that he would have done the same thing if he was them. From what the staff had seen, Danny was clearly a thief. No, he wasn't mad at the staff. He was mad at Tony. Tony had managed to steal Danny's money and hide it. Danny remembered with annoyance that he had seen Tony tying his shoe after he stole Danny's lunch money. Tony must have put Danny's money in his shoe. Danny felt himself filled with anger, and as he followed Miss Jennings back to the cafeteria, Danny looked forward to throwing Killing with kindness to the wind and giving Tony a piece of his mind. Unfortunately for Danny, he wasn't able to do that. Miss Jennings told him that he was not allowed to talk to Tony on school property until he had completed his detention. So Danny had to sit quietly and endure a chance of THIEF for the rest of the school day, and he was completely miserable. He couldn't believe that he had gotten into so much trouble on the first day of school. After what felt like an entire year, the final bell rang and they were dismissed to get on the buses. Danny glumly trudged to the second to last seat on the bus. He saved a seat from Michelle, but nearly burst into tears when he saw her get on with her best friend and sit with her. Tony walked up to Danny and looked at him threateningly. I believe you're sitting in my seat, pipsqueak. Tony smirked at Danny. Danny realized that he was allowed to talk to Tony now that they were on school property. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize that you owned this seat, Danny said sarcastically. Then he got up and shoved his way past the giant that was Tony. Danny slid into another seat. He felt his face burn with embarrassment. His brain screamed in protest, but he couldn't stop the hot tear that burned its way down the side of his face. Thanks for listening to Danny and the Big Bully of 4th Grade, Part 1 by Karis Clyburn. We still haven't figured out what's wrong with the Storyverse, but hopefully we'll have it working by next week for the season finale.
Yeah, next week we'll be having a special episode, which will be the finale of all the episodes you have listened to so far. So be sure to check it out. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for our super awesome finale. Hopefully. Bye!